on the next episode of Vibrant Society Crew. Man, look, I'm just playing with y'all. <laughs> we ain't about to do this shit like no power. Look, it's your boy, Jay Delishay. And yes, we got a hell of a show for y'all today. Look, man, just keep it locked. Keep it tuned in. You about to hear some things about two positive, black, powerful women in the LBGTQ plus community. We have Stormy Jones coming through the neighborhood as a special guest. You feel me? And of course, we got to talk about Kevin Samuels and uh, Derek Jackson's lying ass. You he got caught up and we gonna put it all out there and we gonna put Kevin ass out there too we ain't playing we ain't holding nothing back no holes bars this week baby get ready for this trouble it's some good trouble Fiber Society crew hey y'all it's your boy Jay Delashay and again, I am tuned in with the greatest, the most wonderful, the most vibrant society crew you will ever fuck with in the world today. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, it's your boy sitting right next to the buzzing bizzle. Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's me. Now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> and I got the homie Juju B in the building. What's going on, y'all? How y'all living today? Oh, you know, child, it's hump day. <laughs> it is hump day. It is hump day. It is the last Wednesday in March, and it is the last Wednesday in Women's International Month as well. So, Damn. Yes. Y'all don't see how positive this month has been? It has been, actually. It, or from a women's standpoint. Yeah, you know? it has. It really has. I, I agree with that. Maybe yeah. we should like expand. You know, good goddamn well that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. People just been smiling more since women's <sighs> international. Listen, just like History you know, Day. you know, good and goddamn well that ain't gonna happen. I mean, the streets open back up and everything. You know, anytime women involve something opening legs. Y'all know I gotta be ignorant. We got some great stuff today. I hate you. My goodness. Um (laughs) (laughs) that was great. But you have to say that like that. But I I led with a positive. Now stop it. (laughs) I left I led with a positive. Uh, Hopefully nobody got pregnant and found a test that was positive. Let me tell you. Amen. Somebody got pregnant, but anyway. So we got some great things popping off the day. Um, We're talking about some some like two powerful influences in the LGBTQ plus community. Yes, yes. That anybody can relate to if they want to be, you know, because I feel like I wasn't doing enough in my life after hearing about these two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're going to speak on that. Um, We're going to speak on the Derek Chauvin trial, murder yes. trial. Derek Chauvin murder trial. Cause him got to go. Him, him got to go. And him. if if y'all don't know who that is, I mean y'all should, but I mean we just gonna say it anyway. That is a uh, George Floyd's murderer. Yeah, executioner. Executioner. Let's say that. Yes. We got, we got college education. Yes. Let's executioner. Yes. So we are gonna speak about that bitch. Um, 
And then we're going to talk about two of the most weirdest Negroes Bruh. you would find Ugh. of the 2020 year. <sighs> Derek Jackson. This bitch. And Kevin Samuel. This nigga. Mm. <sighs> but you can start us off buzzing bills lower. Okay, so, I mean, well, let's just get right in into the the murder trial here. Oh, let's um, we had a special guest today. Oh, yes, and we do have a special guest today. Uh, yes, 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 Stormy Jones. She will be joining us later. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, a lot of, um, man, I just, it's really been a year. It's yeah. really been a year. No, just even think. Well, yeah, I mean, it feels like yesterday. It does. Literally. That's why I'm just like, it's it's really been a year. So, um, someone singing in right now, of course. uh, And the 19-year-old cashier uh, who suspected George Floyd had handed him a, a counterfeit bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he said he still feels guilty, you know, for Floyd's death, you know, under the knee of former Minneapolis police officer. So Christopher Barton took the stand on the third day of the criminal trial of Derek Chauvin, echoing other witnesses who expressed helplessness and regret about what they did and didn't do leading up to Floyd's killing. And that was in May. So damn, that was in May. Jesus Christ. So um, yeah. wow. So Martin is. You know what martin's a kid he's what 20 years old you know and he testified that he felt disbelief and guilt that his brief interaction led to floyd's death and the turmoil that followed it he said if i would have just not taken the bill this could have been avoided mm. yeah i did see that today yeah and i think there was a um there was a was there an EMT that I saw and I think I heard this on the breakfast club this morning um I think there was an EMT that wasn't too far away either mm. and I know the police were telling her hey don't get involved da 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 but she was just like like wasn't that the one that EMT? ended up recording yeah no yeah there was a there was a young lady she was 17 at the time but when she recorded it um, and she said she still has nightmares about it. I bet. Mm, so, mm, mm. and I'm just like, but yeah, the EMT, she was just like, like, damn it, like, I'm an EMT. Like, the fuck, like, what you mean? <laughs> like, the fuck you tell me not to get involved for? Like, because <laughs> they had already fucking murdered this man at, exactly. at this point. That's why it was a, it was something they were trying to cover up. Of right course. there, of course. I didn't when I I, I watched some of the trials mm-hmm. for the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had, you yo you have been going off on Facebook for the past couple of days with this trial. I was uh, like, what the hell is going on? It's been rough. So like, I should I had to turn my TV off earlier today. Um, I had to turn the TV off because it was an older man mm-hmm. who. Um, got on the stand today he was mm-hmm. one of the ones that was pretty much like trying to convince uh floyd george to like just let the let the cops do their thing because you can't win he said right. he had a lot of experience with them right. as an older man um and he know like once you in handcuffs like you can't That's win it. like just let it go and i mean they yes he 
George was under the influence. Right. Yes, he wasn't thinking clearly. And and just black people in general really don't rock with the police like that. Exactly. You right. know what I'm saying? Even if you put me in handcuffs, I can't really trust that you just going to do your job. Right. right. And and just talk to me or whatever, whatever. So he was still under duress and all that. So the guy sit, sat there and watched him experience all this. So in the courtroom, he was pretty much talking about Derek murdering ass and explain to the court system that he spoke to that cop five days prior wow. to the murder and he was telling the cop they were having a conversation just in general about letting the person go home to their family like you go home to your family and let the other people go home to their family to see another date Right. Even if they go into jail, let them go to jail. And you know they they had that conversation, but then this happens five days later. He witnesses it, and he went from saying I I went from respecting you as a man to now a maggot. Like he called him a maggot. Mm. Really want to call him a son of a bitch because that's what I would have called him. But in a court and you know what I mean they, they kept it PG but right. that was that and he said that he had the same not similar experience but he was like he called for his mother to this day too under that under a similar situation back mm. in his day because he grew up during the time she, you know shit was bad he was old right. guy and he cried in the middle of the courtroom that made me cut my fucking TV off <laughs> I couldn't deal no more and even the 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 girl that was 17 at the time, she said, it's been nights I've stayed up apologizing to George Floyd for not doing more and not physically interacting and not saving his life. But then she goes on to say, but it's not what I should have done. It's what he should have done referring to Chauvin. And I totally and completely agree. That I mean, you, you are literally just an innocent bystander. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, even though you were recording everything that went down, because I think um, she's reason I think she was the one recording and where it went viral to Facebook mm-hmm. but I mean you know even though you were the one recording everything it's like what else could you have possibly done I mean the police was already right there motherfucker already had his his knee on his neck like it's like what else can you really do? like in great posture though like he was in great fucking posture he that's what's have... the disturbing part about it yes like, he was, it looked like he was comfortable he, he was content right he knew what he was doing, man. Exactly. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's why exactly. I say it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter if George Floyd had whatever in his system. It doesn't matter if he was intoxicated. It doesn't matter if he was going ballistic crazy, irate, making them happen to literally hold on to him for an arrest. You had no business right. in on that man's neck for that right. long, first of all, let alone at all. Mm-hmm. Simply to literally kill him. Right. You know you felt the breath leaving his body underneath your knee. You know you felt that. Anybody can anybody that's a close body contact that feels somebody else dying feels it. At a certain point, there was no more struggle. Exactly. Twenty nine seconds. And at some point you could have put that man in the car, because we know y'all wouldn't have struggled to get him in the car. It was like thirty of y'all out there. Right. Dumb asses. They argue, talking about he appeared to be a bigger man 
He was big. Get over it. You also had three to four other people. It was like four fucking cops out there. Yeah, like and you telling me one man. I'm like he. I'm like he probably was just as big as damn uh, Samson was back in the day in the Bible days, but it ain't take a whole fucking thirty thousand people. It didn't on his neck. And no, didn't not at all. It, it might have took thirty thousand people to get his ass locked up in them in them chains. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, it was a, the 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 like, gentleman's name. Could have just put that man in the cop car, took him to jail. And called it a fucking day, bro. All the day. The gentleman's name, the older guy I was speaking about, his name was George McMillan. He was 61. Witness this shit at 61. <laughs> Charles McMillan, sorry. Charles McMillan. And yeah, he broke down in, in, in the court. I bet he did. As I'm sure everybody line. else did, breaking down everybody. in the courtroom. Right. For the young guy, the young guy with the 20... The, 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 that saw the counterfeit 20. That, mm-hmm. that shit is going to bother him for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. When I heard him say that, I was like, damn, that's a big-ass burden. Right. To put that's on a huge show. burden. Do, right. he, he's going, he is definitely going to need therapy. Some serious ther- therapy. Some serious, I hope he it. serious therapy. Yep. I and I, me too, I hope he gets it because he's going he to need it. it. And anybody else out there with Who Trump, even witnessed it? Yeah. get it. Just yes. get the therapy. These people will go to school and get paid to literally do this for you so that you don't have to do it for yourself and seven flick. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's then there was, you need. there was even a nine-year-old witness, y'all. Like, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't man. watch it. Oh, so I, God. What happened? Like, and so she, the nine-year-old, she, I don't, and I don't think their, their name is in there. Her name is in there either. It's not mentioned. The EMT is in here. Her name is Genevieve uh, Hansen. Um, yeah. But the nine-year-old, she was like, I was sad and kind of mad. And she said because it felt like he was stopping his breathing and it was kind of like hurting him. Like that mm. is that is heartbreaking. Yes, it for, is. Bruh, to even to even have a nine-year-old to be even a fucking witness to that shit. Like exactly. And like I I don't know, bruh. I mean <sighs> let's keep it 100. If I this know. shit don't go the way the fuck it's supposed to go. Uh, it's gonna be a riot. It's gonna if be a fucking they think riot. Last shit was bad. It's Nigga, bad. it's gonna be bad. Okay. Exactly. Cause this is a thing. This is a thing. We already, we already hadn't gotten justice from the first major one that y'all did. With fucking with George Zimmerman, dude. So that nigga bruh, still walking this earth don't free. Give us fucking justice. Oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna as be bad. Far as, man, as far as enough. literally saying this man is guilty and locking his ass up and stripping him of every fucking credential he has. Right. Bruh. And at this point, they need to throw him to the people. Throw him to the people. They do. Because uh, uh, when he go to jail, y'all gonna have to have him on that Martha Stewart plan because... <laughs> uh, General Pop, he ain't gonna last long. He ain't gonna last. He, I would love for him last. to throw his ass in General Pop, though. Yeah, yeah man, him and George Zimmerman, I really just love y'all. Know I how still I don't even him, understand but. how he's still like walking. But anyway, that's a whole right. Other story. Right, that's a whole another fucking story. That's terrible. Be yeah. I mean, it just talks about our stupid ass government system. It does. I mean, our system is fucked up as fuck across the board. It's that's no explaining it. 
been fucked up. And we keep, I ain't gonna say we, but in general, Americans keep voting in the worst candidates. Right. Exactly. Most unqualified individuals. Right. To do the job. I guess right. it feels like you don't have to be a politician to be a politician. Right. You don't, you don't have to have a background in fucking literal literally like customer service like nigga that's all it is it's like right helping people who vote for you like the people that bring you into office motherfucker like i voted you in that means you work for me right because at the end of the day police politicians got one job and that's to take care of the people they serve Uh and literally protect them not kill them but protect them. It's the good old boy club. Mm, it is. The good old boys club. That's exactly what it is. And um, uh, until these motherfuckers start seeing that there's some type of repercussion, they gonna continue doing what they doing. Because yep. they got that shield. That, right. that Klansman shield that they call a police badge. Exactly. Exactly, and it, like they say, it ain't all of them. Right. It's not, but, but it's enough of them. Right when you don't speak, right, right, you, you become, become part of the problem. Exactly. Like if you look at the video, you got a whole this Asian cop, Asian American cop standing right above George Floyd's head, yeah. and you have a man that's holding a camera talking about talking to Derek bitch ass saying. You look comfortable. You look like you want to do this. You know you're killing this man. Right. And the fucking Asian dude still with his hands in his pocket, just standing there. Like he know he could. You you looking at the man's face from your point of view. Right. Like nobody thought at any point in time to grab him and tell him and be like, "Hey, you are like literally killing him. Like get off him." And this makes you a guilty party as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, how they look at it. You still there in a lot of You that. are an accessory to murder, sir. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, that man was in their custody at this point. Right. Right. Exactly. Because mm, mm, mm. my I whole mean, thing is, y'all already had handcuffs on them. Right. You couldn't have done that much running without falling over at some point in time. Right. Like, <sighs> what can you do with a squad car in front of you and you laying flat on the ground? You got exactly. four people behind you exactly. with handcuffs on. What more can this one man do? Right. Other than just like literally fighting for his life, seriously. Right. Saying, I can't breathe. Like, that's that it. That nigga said, that motherfucker said, you're talking. So you must to breathe. Bruh. What motherfucker? That sent me over the fucking edge. Like, are you serious? Exactly. That really? type of shit will make you pick up a brick and just throw that shit at yes. you. Right. And just beat the living shit out of them. Like, you don't even care if you go to jail. You don't. There wasn't enough people out there. But from the footage, there, mm-hmm. there was clearly not enough civilians out there. For real, because if all you had was an EMT, a 17-year-old recording it, a 9-year-old who says she saw it, and then a, a, a crazy individual across the street in front of the store. Right. I, that's one of the people that had me cracking up the other day. <laughs> <laughs> a crazy individual. And then, of course, you had the guy that was talking to bitch ass Officer Chauvin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't enough people, bro. But no. internet wise, it was definitely enough people because, unfortunately, right. we all saw it. Exactly. So, 
yeah. Bottom line is if if he don't go to jail, child, I'm staying inside. <laughs> Look, I've been About greasing my trip. I've been greasing my joint up. So I'm I'm I've been in the range. I my practice, my scope is is aligned, is zeroed out as, as they say. <laughs> I am Man, look. And I ain't I, got a gun yet. I if need I need it, one. I need it. If I need it, I need it. I'm look, because at this point, like it's 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 gonna be bad, bro. Gonna I'm gonna make sure I put my flag because I live in a predominantly white neighborhood, so I'm going to make sure I put my sign out. Black people live here, so <laughs> everybody that's coming to fuck this area up, no, leave my house alone. Like, right? <laughs> leave, leave me and mine leave alone. Leave me and mine. I'm with you. Fuck. <laughs> leave me and mine alone. Okay. Man, Thank this is crazy. It is, but I didn't really have much to talk about. Just wanted to kind of go over what was happening in that trial or what happened anyway. So as far as with the witnesses, child, that's all I got. I just, oof. that's well, a lot. Go ahead, yeah, now. It is a lot. That's a lot. Well, we just gonna jump into something more positive. How about that? <laughs> and, yes. Um, yes. Yes. Go ahead, on B. Hey. It's on so. You. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, we are in Women's History Month, and so. I want to do my due diligence to honor two women of the LGBTQ plus community, or as we call it nowadays, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, so the first one is actually from the 504. Hey. Okay, now. Wow. Y'all know we love our 504. Gym. Women. Gym, yeah. Family, <laughs> community, all of that. So this person goes by the name, this woman goes by the name, this queen goes by the name of Storme de la Vere. Sounds okay. about right. Mm-hmm. That sounds about correct. Yep, or de la Vere. So, um, in French people. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, she was born in 1920. She passed away in 2014. But this is what the phenomenal woman that she was did. So she's biracial. Mm-hmm. She was categorized and identified solely as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also a performer, always a performer. Okay. So as a teenager, she joined the Ringling Brothers Circus where she rode jumping horses as a teenager from the years 1955 to 1969. Oh, wow. She toured the Black Theater Circuit as the MC, the only drag king of the show or the review called the Jewel Box Review. The first racially integrated drag review in North America, by the way. Mm. She's worked as a bouncer for several lesbian bars in New York City in the 80s and in the 90s. Again, keep in mind, she was born in 1920 and held a number of leadership positions in the Stonewall Veterans Association. She's also served the community as a volunteer street patrol worker. And as a result, she was called the guardian of lesbians in the village. Beyond all the things she's done for the LGBTQIA plus community and her activism, she also organized 
and performed at fundraisers for women who suffer from domestic violence and mm. their children. Mm. I just want to say I appreciate her and her legacy that she left. And I hope that other lesbians, I hope that other same gender loving men find ourselves in this LGBTQIA plus community to do our due diligence and leave yes. a legacy as well. Mm-hmm. Next, we got the queen who actually has a Netflix special right now, Jules Thais Williams. So, this queen has owned literally the one of the longest running gay bars in LA. She actually opened the first gay black nightclub in LA. Mm. The name of that nightclub's called Jewels Catch One. Again, nice. it's a documentary on Netflix. So she's is a pioneering uh, in a landmark nightclub, the first and longest running gay black disco in Los Angeles for more than 40 years. Jewels Catch One, located in Arlington Heights on West Pico uh, Boulevard, near Crenshaw Boulevard, mm. was a safe haven for anyone who felt marginalized or discriminated. Or discriminated, sorry. It became the favorite space for African American gay men who made the nightclub the epicenter of their lives, as we always do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the director C. Fitz understood the rich cultural and historical significance of the Jewels Catch One and Tice Williams and made the 2016 documentary Jewels Catch One. In the documentary, he stated that it's important, it was important for me to make the documentary because Catch One and Jewel helped change minds and history over the course of four decades. It was also more than just a nightclub. It was a place where music, fashion, and freedom blossomed. It was a safe space and home for many who had re- who had been rejected by society, said Jules. And it was a safe space with rich music history. So again, the nightclub started in the early 70s. Um, and this this started because she was refused entrance into a particular nightclub which is West Hollywood nightclubs mm. um, as a, because she was a black gay lesbian and dressed I guess you know kind of butch um, and so at the time you know it was a groundbreaking thing for black women to own and operate nightclubs so under well. California law at the time it was illegal for women to tend a bar so at first, bar customers were all white men during the day and blue collar black workers at night. Three years later in, in 75, clientele became gay black men. Simple as that. It's switch, um, flip-flop. Flip-flop. Right. <laughs> flip-flop. So she had people that would come and visit her from Sylvester to Rick James to Gloria Gaynor. Janet Jackson, Shaka Khan, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Donna Summers, <laughs> Tina Turner, oh, wow. Luther Vandross. list goes on and on and on. Mm. However, in 2015, Jewel went ahead and sold Catch One. 
So a live music venue, the club was called Union until owner Mitch Edelson changed the name back to Catch One in 2018. Mm. So again, if you get a chance to, I would really truly, 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 truly push you to watch this documentary on Netflix. If you want to have a watch party, I don't mind hosting it via Zoom. Just bring some liquor. <laughs> Just bring the liquor to the party on Zoom and send me some Uber Eats because I'm going to be hungry. But, or some pizza because that always blesses me. But shout out to Stormy and shout out to Jewel. To me, we don't do enough due diligence in recognizing the black people in the LGBT plus community. But definitely don't. <laughs> we definitely don't uh, do a good job of recognizing the black women inside the community either. You know, we don't do crazy. a good job of doing that in our own black community up until recently. Uh, and that's just because of the political climate we're in right now. Um, but we got to do a better job, y'all. Got to do a better job of recognizing these black prominent women yeah. in all facets because, you know, as we'll say later on in the show for sure, like black women are the backbones of so many movements, so many things that go right in our lives. And, you know, they they the people that mold us. And so, you know, it's a blessing to have them. And so shout out to all the women for Women History Month. But you know my bias, shout out to all the black queens um, yes. for Women History Month because, you know, I'm a product of a black queen. And so, you know, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Jay Delachey. Look at you getting all this uh, praise being the only black woman on this show. Yeah, Buzzing B. Yes. Yes. Trust me, I receive it, honey, okay? I mean, it's it's deserving. It's deserving. Deserving. AF. Deserving. Fuck. But no, stress that. Like you, you are one hundred percent correct. We don't, we don't send enough shout outs to positive influence influences in in the female genre mm-hmm. of of just the accolades alone go all trace all the way back hundreds of years of right. accomplishments in yes. black women and women in general but specifically because of the the, the characteristic of this show we're gonna say black woman yes 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 but moving on since we still talk about black women we're going to talk about <sighs> a black man God. that black women advocated for oh, for the last nine fucking years. That makes me ashamed. Let's really, talk about this guy. I didn't really discover him until like 2016. I can't even <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about this nigga who motherfucking had over 600,000 YouTube followers that's now 2.6 million YouTube followers and we know who they are. Right. Women. Right. First of all, before I even talk about this asshole, how did you feel when you found out? Because you go, you got to speak for all women. You don't want to. Man, so listen. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't know who this dude was until 2016. Right. That's your excuse, though. 
No, that's not my fucking excuse. Okay, that's definitely not. You better not have no excuse at all. I, huh, I, I'm I, honestly, you know, look, like, at us, I, look at us putting all this pressure on. Right. Putting all this fucking pressure on you. You feel me? Cause Y'all wrong for this shit? Because hold up, this is a man who, nine years, advocated nine years. on black men, how bad we were, shitted right. on everything that yep. we did, shitted on yep. everything we said, yep. snitched on how and we did is. things. And here it is, nigga, you turn around and you cheat. You mm. cheat, you cheat. Not you once. Cheat. Nigga, not once. You talking about like a year. Yes. Like years and time. Yes. During the marriage. My God. Like, nigga, you, you, see, now we know why the fuck you was always in your goddamn vehicle recording fucking videos. Nigga, you was on your way to your side piece to fucking cheat. So, who's she speaking about? She's talking God. about Eric Jackson, people. Yes, we're talking Dog. about Eric Oh, my God. Jackson, people. I don't even understand why you disrespecting my last name because you're spelling it. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's just disrespectful. That's what I want to know too. Who raised Period. him underneath that name? That is oh god, the name. He know his name is not spelled like that. He gonna oh. be like special, like he's authentic. No, motherfucker, you are a cheater. Yes, you are a fraud. You on, t- on two fraudulent t- occasions. You. On two two separate occasions. You How about that name and your cheating ass? Right. Just, <laughs> oh me. my god. So this individual, like I said, nine years. To be exact, supporting, influence, influencing the broken, unhappy woman that has been treated like, oh my God. Got like, women out here sharing your videos and shit. Sharing his videos. You a whole ass fraud. has 12 books. 12, 12 books. Entitled Cheating Man's Heart Part 1 and 2. Has a paid premium subscription group across this country world countrywide and does appearances he's been on essence magazine and has he's been to the essence festival talking and, has. and had a whole crowd of y'all women and had. cheering him on i know he i know they probably feel like shit at essence right now bitch for his god yes that bitch came from the deep depths of my soul of course. They've been talking about them bad on Essence, though, but I know they feel bad. They got to. Like, they have to. They have to. A, a, a magazine solely, like, basically dedicated to black women. Like, come on. It is yeah. dedicated to black women. Come it, is on. Dedicated. it has always been dedicated to black women. Solely dedicated to black Come on. And yet, y'all yeah. celebrated the shit out this loser like some dumbasses he even did a response video to his fucking own video dog the fact that this nigga was referring to himself in third person in third right. person how that lets do? you know that's crazy where they do that at obviously at Derek Jackson house like <laughs> he's, <laughs> a nar- he's a narcissist he is and his whole wife yeah. oh my god I feel bad for her. If get anybody out, saw the video, get out, girl. Get out while the camera's on you. Get out. Please, blink. Are you okay? Blink <laughs> once, but yes, it's twice for no, girl. Please, like. If anybody saw the video, you would see this woman looking all distraught, all hot, like nervous, as if she, like she was in a one day. of the people in in. R. Kelly's basement. <laughs> she, 
I, she looked like she was just over everything. Like she just looked like she was not there. Like she was not present for shit. Right. I'm trying to find the clip right now. Like it's is is this is ridiculous. Then you know she he, he said his thing. He said that yes he he had sex outside of his marriage. He first lied and said they weren't together. But then he had to backtrack because the girl came with the receipts. Because mm. you know in in the, in the twenty twenties niggas got receipts. Your phone got fucking got everything. You you can't lie everything about it. You feel everything. me? Everything. Everything, everything. But the brother then looked into the camera with a convincing face and told the world that they talked about it. They had worked it out and then tried to come back with a motherfucking self-healing book (laughs) for those with broken marriages. Oh, Jesus Christ. He was selling it. In the confession video. How, Sway? Just how? How? I, I need answers. I need so many answers. And just just because we're on this subject. So I shared a picture on Facebook. And in the picture, in the picture was Beyonce, Saweetie, uh, and Cardi B. Yes. Now, of course, what they all have in common they have all been cheated on. All have been cheated on. And I think... If they... Yes. But my thing is... Now I, got a, I have a question. So, do y'all think looks matter? What? Looks never matter. Thank you. Okay. Looks don't matter. Money don't matter. A man is going to do what a man wants They're going to do what they want to do. Period. Thank you! Then, if a man don't cheat, he's not cheating because he don't feel like cheating. That There's no other way to it. There's no. It don't matter what the sex is. It doesn't matter, straight or gay. It regardless, a man is going to be a man. Men are givers and takers because we pretty much dominate every fucking thing, right? So how you gonna tell a man what he can and cannot do? He is making the decision not to. And that's what a lot of people fail to, a lot of women fail to realize because women, I mean, you you just wanna be loved. That's exactly what you want. At the end of the day, that is it. And, And you are willing to listen to somebody that is going to play on your emotions and make you feel unfortunately everything yep. that went through was fucked up and it wasn't your fault yep. and he, he's the blame she's the blame whatever yep. how the fuck you want to look at it. Yep. and that's why he got a million 2.6 million followers in book sales yep. right now exactly exactly I want to know what the people did with them books they need to burn them bitches like them <laughs> they didn't they have a big ass bonfire they made that a damn challenge <laughs> that, that should have been a challenge <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely been a challenge. Like, yeah, twelve books, bro. Twelve. Bruh. Twelve. How you sit in a car? Twelve what? books, nine years. I'm telling you. And then a woman gonna come on the wife. Her name is Dania, something like that. Dania Jackson, something like that. Yeah. She comes on the next day 
with her own personal video. Probably in the back of the video, because you can't see the whole house. He probably got a gun to her head, like, bitch, you better see what the fuck. Right. You better read the script. Read this goddamn script. <laughs> Eat the cake, anime. Right no! Right. No, I, I don't want the cake. First of all, t- uh, Tina Turner said that shit never happened, by the way. So, uh, anyway. She did. Oh. Um, she did say she beat his ass. She did say she beat his it's ass. That she did. But this motherfucker coming with this Black Panther hat on and his soldier jack shirt on, <laughs> talking about it's a it's a crown, it's some some form of a wisdom, of power on her head, and talk about how they overcame this. <laughs> what did you say, girl? The head hat. Yes. She, I, she, I think she got some some issues. She definitely got issues going she, on. She because he able to control her. I guarantee she ain't always had these issues. Exactly. She probably didn't. Not before she met his ass. This is like trauma. He actually got money. Exactly. He got money. So she definitely standing there for that. But baby, you better than me because I would have had his ass in court. Everything is in that divorce. (laughs) You know how that damn damn marriage uh, was arranged. I'm looking at a fucking prenup. I'm looking at old pictures of her. She mm-hmm. looked very nice, mm-hmm. attractive lady. Mm-hmm. Hair, hair, hair did, nails did, everything did. Oh, you right? fancy, huh? I'm sorry. She uh, looked fancy, right? I went classic on now, and that's a that can't believe that's a classic right now. It, okay. it is. And then looking at her now, looking with her at her army fatigue on. Yes. Military bonnet. Yes. <laughs> Crown, halo, whatever she won't call it. <laughs> <laughs> that is dangerous. That is signs right there of something. Something is going wrong. It is. It is. And I just, who child? Like I said, she look like she in, at war in the house, child. Shit, she might be fucked. You don't know. I would have thought this man was about to squeeze her motherfucking hand off the. House. I know, man. But did you see how the fuck? He, did you see how he was looking at her though? Her elbow. While they was holding hands. He poked, you know, you know how you mad at somebody and you poke, poke your tongue out like a yes. pit bull? Yes. Like, bitch, I wish you would say the wrong thing. You, we done went over this shit 27 times. Hey, yeah, like, he looked. That's how he looked. You roll your tongue at him up like, oh. I wish you would. Say the wrong thing. Oh, my God. The girl, that is exactly how he looked. And she got this stale face the whole clip. So she over it. Damn, She's I over it. Bad. I feel for her. That's who. But I just who. I don't think it's over. It's not. There's more to come. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. And knowing old girl, she probably not the only girl. Oh, she probably not. Cheated with. Probably not. I thought. Yeah, no. I thought it was multiples. I'm talking about it. Gotta be. Yeah, cause he he was in the nine years he been going to that car. <laughs> Going to that car. He been going to that car just to talk. Like I'm oh, looking shit. at this nigga living room. All of a sudden, you now you want to talk with your wife. You won't be on the same page. Y'all got kids and all Fuck that. Fuck Nine all years, that. nobody knew that nigga. Just thought he was in the gym a lot. That's all. He, that's everybody crazy. Knew. And that's another reason why you motherfucking women fell for him because y'all like muscles. You fell for a dark nigga with muscles. Um, yeah. That's yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, dog nigga with muscles. You look like he brushes teeth. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> and y'all was like, yes. on, child. That's it. Oh, she was like, oh, we got us a fullback talking oh, about shit. Us, about the women. Yes, for the tight end. Yes. No. 
trade with the arms. That's how y'all was, that's how y'all was doing it. That's exactly how they was doing it. You already know. Didn't even know the nigga was married. Right, I'll say to out. Him, for the longest they didn't even know the man was married. They didn't, didn't even know he had children. Didn't. Yep. Nigga ain't never had a video with the baby seat in the back, but now. Never. Right, until now. Until now. Got y'all ass. Like he's, still putting on, he's still putting on for y'all asses. He's and still is. putting on. He's showing you, you how to and let me tell, And let me tell you this. 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And even with his cheating ass women in his inboxes right now. Oh, of course. Even with. Absolutely. I know I already felt like the man was gay since the day he came out, but that's what you did. You do. You do. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I know his inbox still flooding with folks. Still Absolutely. Trying to get at him because that's what these motherfuckers do. Because they like rap queen girls and and these fucking gold digging ladies. That's uh-huh. why James Foster came up with that song. Because it's about y'all. Uh huh. They up there like, oh, you a cheater. Okay. Cool. I, I can, can deal you. with a cheater. I can get you. Your money on me. Exactly. All they care about is the bag. Hundred percent of the time. At the end of the day, he would if with any woman. That girl say, yo, your wife ain't cute. I got. I you. am though. <laughs> I got you covered. Right. <laughs> Mrs. Said, but literally. that's not the. That's not the only Negro we talking about, y'all. Because this is a versus. Come on, versus. This is a versus. <laughs> it's a versus version. Uh, uh, and no uh, Timbaland and uh, and uh, no Swiss beats. No, no Tim, no <laughs> Swiss. To, we are not trying to steal y'all verses. Hell to the nah. Nah. Don't, on don't verses come on right this. And we don't, real, don't, don't come in the, don't come don't in the DMs. So don't, y'all verses with music. Y'all verses with music. No, this is a versus with trifling ass niggas. That's this is trifling right. niggas versus. This is heartbreak. <laughs> this is heartbreak versus right here. That's what the fuck this is. Because we got to declare the smooth brother, uh, Kevin Samuels. Yes. Bringing him to the stage as well. Yes. We need you but, to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with you in my Charlemagne voice. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, he, he was he was literally introduced to the world from a viral Facebook video mm, mm. Um, as he was digging into this one lady, digging into her about her appearance, about her quality of value as a woman, about her inability to find a successful man and why and about her age and plans to be you know married and having a baby and all that shit he pretty much just shit on her he did not I mean you, no you said right shit it I ain't want to you know, like shit it on her and stripped her tried to at least strip her of everything she on right mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just say this Something is literally wrong with that man. <laughs> and just like Derrick Jackson, something gonna come out about him too. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I was watching a YouTube video with him and he was having an argument with uh with Tommy from I think she was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't know, listening to that listening to the video, I'm just like Sir, really? Exactly. Like this? This is what we? This is what we're doing? Really? This it's nigga. Sad. This this nigga was a whole engineer 
left mm-hmm. his engineering job, mm-hmm. went into he went into sales. I think he went into like like some type of like some type of sales or consultant or something or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. And like from then on, like he just started. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like he started his fucking YouTube. You know, started did the whole image consulted thing and I'm just like I don't understand okay. I, I need okay. I need answers okay cause bruh I'm sorry I was just I, I you went child. on a rant right there you went on a rant right there I did I, mean, I had to because it's, it's, that it's, man that it's a lot of process that man that man <laughs> This is a lot of process. <laughs> that man want a man. Period. What? That you man so? Man. You really think so? Hell yes. <laughs> Wait a minute now. He always clap, he always <laughs> clapping on females. Like he always reading females. If y'all he don't just I, now, he don't just read females. I mean, has but has he ever read a dude though? Yeah, yeah. Read a dude like that. I saw a video of him talking man, that about that dude. That's any regular <laughs> smegular. And he talked shit now. about that man being a fat ass fuck. Yeah, but even then, that's just letting us you know you don't like fat people in general, and that's fine too. But hmm. he ain't never really clap on clap on. Like he'd be doing some of the women, and that was the worst woman one that he did. But that wasn't the work. That wasn't the, the only one that he's done that he's done women like that on that show. Gotcha. So he always got some shit said about women, which is probably why your bitch ass ain't got one. Because mm, I was wondering that shit too. Mm. And he was even talking about. I saw something else on on Instagram today with one of my uh, one of my friends on Instagram. She shared something in her stories about Kevin Samuels too. Um, I think about like women, like, like, do you, do you truly know your worth or like, are you truly worth it or something like that? And he was talking about this woman who was like in her thirties, she's a dog mom, but she had been engaged five times Mm. Mm. and listening to the video, like he was just saying, you know, you, you've been engaged five times. And I think it's because he was just like, you know, she feels like she doesn't have to settle, da-da-da-da-da. No rank. No championship. Right. Mm. Right. I'm going to play a little clip of him speaking to this woman. And she's talking about, (laughs) she's a single woman, and he says she thinks she's a 10. Okay. Told that lady she wasn't a 10. Yeah, told her she wasn't a 10. So. Rank yourself. Let me, let me yeah, I, put this in. Rank yourself. Honestly, you rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to reality. No, I'm in reality. No, no, you're not in reality. I'm in reality. You're not in reality. If you're going to be a 10, we can end this. Because that's not reality. You're not a supermodel. So what are you, what are you betting? You're not, okay, man. Check your attitude. Check your attitude. This whole, this, let me just go ahead and say this. This bullshit that's running around black women that call yourself a 10, never say you don't do, that is some of the most destructive psycho battle that's going around. Oh, all right. All right. Wow. All right. What in the Farmer Brown fuck? I know you lying. So, I can't stand that woman. Are you serious? <laughs> I cannot stand 
that moment, man. So, <sighs> does she look like a 10 in the video? That's more subjective, right? Is. Because as a man looking at her in the video, I kind of see where he's going. <laughs> but but still, that's my opinion. About that. That's just opinion based. There is a place, but here's there is also, you are right, there is a way to go about that. He could have said that in a respectable manner. Right. But I don't think she would have took it well either way to fucking go. He I mean, that's said, actual truth, yes. But at the same time, like, you need to, as a, if you're supposed to be doing this image consultant thing, right? Right. Then that's what you need to stick with. You don't need to stick with trying to be nobody therapist. You don't need to try to stick with, you know, wop, 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 wop. You need to stick with the fuck lane you in. Mm. And your fucking lane at that moment was to tell her, sweetheart, you might be beautiful to somebody. It ain't this body. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> but don't think, don't think everybody gonna like you. You gotta know oh, what shit. lane to go in for yourself. Cause okay. see, me, I know I ain't the finest motherfucker. Nah, I look in the mirror and tell myself I'm the finest motherfucker. Right. I know the many others. I ain't the finest motherfucker. Right. <laughs> and so I ain't gonna expect people to like me because everybody got a preference. Exactly. Everybody got a preference. But what I won't do is let somebody sit up there and tell me that, you know, I ain't gonna ever be able to get with nobody because the way I look, we'll do yada yada blah blah. Mm. But bitch, if I'm calling your ass as an image consultant, you need to stick with your motherfucking job. Thank you. Mm. Your job was to tell her that specific thing, you can change this about yourself that might help somebody. Mm. Instead, you want to read like you're on the fucking episode of Girlfriends <laughs> or Real Housewives of Atlanta. Well, well. Like a little female. Uh, a little gay man. Like let me turn the lights. Gotta make the lights red on you. Yeah, let me the lights red. So, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there that he ain't have to go there with her. He didn't. Like, honestly, that was uncalled for. Just, just like Juju B said. Like, you know, as anybody, like, you can think highly of yourself, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure t- that's what she got on that call doing, too. Right. And that's probably what the fuck she was on the call doing. Like, she mm-hmm. thinks highly of herself. But again, nigga, you ain't had to do all of that. You ain't had to do that. That was a call for it, and that shit was unnecessary. So, answer this question. As a woman who, you know, fucking advocated for Derrick Jackson. Ugh, bitch. Bitch. And I had to say it because you was a little bit. As an advocate, getting all of this tender love and care and all of this great uplifting motivation for the past nine years, is something wrong with getting flat out, straight up opinionated? information directly from a male source in which what you would really hear from a male in the street if it was said that way anyway would you not want it to be a hundred percent 
Yeah. Why do you or you or you want your toast with the butter on it? Like, what you what do you really want as a woman? Since See, you know, it wouldn't have been said like that. See, unfortunately, like me, like okay, honestly, I am sensitive as fuck, <laughs> but like I get it. Sometimes, like you have to give people. You you gotta. I don't want to say it like this, they, they not calling for no reason now. I know. I don't want to say it like this, but I'm about to say it like this. Like you you legit gotta fuck people raw sometimes with no lube. Like with no you, lube. You gotta, <laughs> you have Lord. to do it that way. Like you just have to because. Because <sighs> this is why we talking about the liar and the truth. Yeah. Like, we not. I'm not necessarily saying that. Kevin Samuels is telling the truth about his situations that he present to the whoever calling all the time. But let's look at one of the scenarios, right? Yeah. Black woman, highly educated, got her shit together, got money, great fucking job, all good credit, all no, no kids. I'm going into it, right? No kids, great career, great car, 41 years old, eggs frozen. Mm. You listening? Mm. Listen. 41 years old, eggs frozen, looking for a man that has equal or more successful than she is. Who's equal or more successful than she is? Mm-hmm. And getting mad because she keep getting people blue collar like the UPS man. Mm. Her standards are to the fucking roof, right? Because right. she has high expectations. She put she's done all this shit for herself. Right. She expects to be around somebody that can bring something to the table. I I, I, can't, I hate when I hear that shit too. Like. <laughs> To the table. What the fuck is something? I could bring a napkin to the table. And you'll be able to <laughs> write your mouth. That bitch, like. Right. You're still gonna eat some kind of way. Oh but shit. Bring something to the table, and she's having struggles with that. He tells her, "Your expectations are too high." She's a beautiful woman, 41, right? Right. But her expectations are too high. She's like, how the fuck are my expectations too high? I have so much to bring to the table. He she, says, probably, she probably feels like she doesn't have to lower her expectations either. Right. He says, you're supposed to do that. Mm-mm. You, you're a grown woman. Why wouldn't you not mm. have all the success? A man don't need you just like you don't need a man. Just want me to just want to jump to that damn computer. Hell. <laughs> what is wrong with this though? He said to her, he said this was what we was talking about value. Like he mentioned that your value has lowered because of all that you're doing right now. Most men who are successful look for a woman. That's what, around 23? Yep. 23 and 35. Yep. Because this is like your window to have a baby. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the expectation and uh, the expiration period that mm-hmm. you have as a woman to, to have a child. Have a child without complications. Right. She's 41. She put her career first. She froze. She clearly put her fucking career first. She froze her egg saying, right. I'll deal with this shit when I get ready. Right. Real. But a man wants a woman that could bear his child, literally bear his child, wants someone who's younger, wants someone who's not going to give him mouth about, I can do for by myself. I don't need you. I don't need that. And now, Miss Successful Lady has eliminated all of those good men that she's looking for because she thinks they're, they're good men. She's looking for that successful man. Right. Mm-hmm. But that man is not looking for her. Yeah. So as a woman, how can you say he's wrong for selling her that? When it's not a lie. That's what that's my whole argument. It's not a lie. It's not. And I think it's the I don't know, man. Me, I think but... it's the what? It's the it was the tone for me. I, I was getting ready to say that. Yeah. I really was getting ready to say that. I was like, maybe it's just the way that he fucking delivered this shit, like for real. But like I said, sometimes you, you sometimes you gotta be fucked raw with no lube. <laughs> like you got to, like you just do. And like I said, me, I'm a sensitive person, so sometimes it's the way that you deliver shit to me, like. Women I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I'm gonna take that shit to heart. Like, I really am, but... Women sensitive. Exactly. But... Y'all don't I like think, the truth. Exactly. So, I, I think... always the case, though. But, okay. <laughs> they, they like Derrick Jackson lying to him. That's what it is. Well, this mean, is why we talk about both of these <laughs> fucking people. Because yeah, it's two opposites. They did that on lie. He, yeah. Exactly. They love the lie more than they love the truth. Yeah. But even the truth, though... It, it's about the principle. I'm sorry. I can't hold my mouth about that. Like, nigga, don't come at me Ooh. sideways like you fucking know me like I'm your homeboy. <laughs> you, you need to talk to me like I'm a client. Whoa. Uh, and not like I'm some random on the fucking street. I mean, like, he talked to that real. girl like she was a straight floozy dog and went in on her for no Like she was a $2 reason. hoop, like seriously. So why do these women call them if they know what they gonna get? Why are they calling? He's not asking him to call. He wasn't always like that with everybody, though. That's the thing. He wasn't always that that rat. So, I mean, if that's the case, then what the fuck even drove him to even be like that? Exactly. Because I feel like he got some inside angle with his stupid ass. And he probably do. Like, the fuck? Some damn tight-ass suits he'd be wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. Like, you're not going to one day just wake up all of a sudden and be like, you know what? I'm about to talk to everybody and anybody, like, any kind of fucking way. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. The brother spoke about masculine women loving to argue with men. He speaks about single baby mothers and saying how they say it just happened. All right. Like these are topics that he have. Like this is crazy. I mean, it ain't shit like that. But you you know what? You know what the crazy part is? Honestly, it's some women out there that actually agree with his methods, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like Derrick Jackson. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. lot of them They're going to say, he should have cheated on you. You got ugly, girl. <laughs> you know, some women said that. To yeah. Me. I know. 
some women said, look, girl, you go, this man ain't had you on camera for nine years and now you right. gonna hop up on the camera and got Like this head. how you come on the camera? Right. This how you present to the world? Right. What? He was gonna cheat regardless. Snatching me a good old wig, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, I'm not mad at him. Uh, again, like like Jay Delashay said, and I agree, like a man is going to cheat if he wants to fucking cheat. He gonna but. cheat until he don't get caught. <laughs> exactly. I, like a man gonna be a fucking man, bro. Let me tell you, when the bitch ass get caught. Right. Uh. Gonna be fucking middle and uh <laughs> And uh, who was them crying niggas in, in on R&B in the 90s? All oh, of them. All of them All of them, niggas. All of them. <laughs> crying back to your broken ass. Uh, Drew, all uh, of them. Yeah. Boys to men, too. All, all of them. 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 It's going to be a lot of that shit playing in the background. And one Still, gonna, all them. And a woman going to forgive them. And you know why they going to fucking forgive them? Because they feel like they didn't build that man up and he gonna be all he ain't, he ain't about to get no other woman the benefits all this shit yep, exactly. yep. and all this other shit and let me tell yep. you I'm sure women are tired just like my motherfucking ass is tired of building motherfuckers up <laughs> be some building motherfuckers y'all need to like a logo, a logo <laughs> <laughs> Fucking logo endorsement, all that building. Oh shit! So I, I just who? Huh. I don't know, but that's that's pretty much how the cookie crumbles, right? It does, unfortunately, it yeah, really I mean, does. We still got Derek Jackson. He be speaking on shit. He ain't got to be speaking on. So don't. Now he posting shit in a car again. Talking about I'm sick of you know uh, the benefits of properly loved women, how they feature giving him stuff and shit. I'm like what? You know, such a cheating ass. Now, if you don't drive your cheating ass, so yeah, I'm gonna play something from that little nigga too. I can't, <laughs> cannot, not you know. You're right. Can't just not, not. Hold on. Watch this. Hold up. I got it. I got because this topic here is about why she changed after she said she forgave you. This is what he had to say. I'm going to play a little bit about his shit because you can't play one and, and not the other. You know what I'm saying? So. I was just looking at this email I got a few minutes ago. The volume all the way up. I'm about to say, is the volume on Well, together without hurting each other. And he was like, yo, yeah. loving it so far. But does this work for whenever your woman is already checked out of the relationship? She, she's already just a completely different version of herself, quite honestly. And I asked him, I said, you know, what do you mean by that? That's kind of vague. Um, tell me more. And he was like, all right, in the short... He cheated on her multiple times. Like he, he came clean about it. He changed his ways. He cut off everything that he had going on in the past. Everything, right? He's just completely changed. And this was like three and a half, four months ago. They got um, She common. said that she forgave him. She wanted to work on the relationship. But it doesn't seem like she's forgiven him. And at this point, he's starting to suspect that she's just a different version of herself. She's nothing like she used to be in terms of being soft and kind and all that. She doesn't really want to talk as much. She doesn't want to go on dates. 
get to the point. Ken has been three and a half, four months, so he's he feels like it's, it's long enough to have, I guess, on some level, moved on. Now, what was interesting is that he went on to describe, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here, but these are the exact adjectives that she seems more rude, bitter, and masculine. Not to be mean, but that's how he said that's how she's been coming off. So what to do in that situation? Does the book apply? All this other good stuff. So for him and anybody else in the situation, I'm going to tell y'all like I told him. Himself. Before we can talk about whether or not a woman has changed in this situation or forgiven you and all of that, the first thing that's got to change is your entitlement to the access that you had in her that you took for granted that has you mistaking her boundaries as bitterness because that's all that is now she has new boundaries that she didn't have before there's a certain level of distance she has to keep between you and her that she didn't have to worry about before but those are just boundaries it's not bitterness so first things first god good fucking advice coming from somebody that cheated on his wife that (laughs) You feel me? Cause that shit was good. You, you, that was you, good you, at the time, but listening to it now, bitch. Two months, <laughs> two three months ago, that nigga would have made a valid point. Exactly. Right now, this motherfucker talking from experience. Exactly. Ex, <laughs> ex, fucking exactly. That's facts right there. So, but it's not like I see. I see why y'all melted into this nigga hands. He had an iPhone 12 Pro, good quality front forward no. screen created by Samsung of course but built into the iPhone <laughs> you, oh, and, you just gotta do it don't you and he cleaned his lens look, look computerized Android people anyway he cleaned his <laughs> lens right he got he go outside for the natural light not the natural he, light and he told y'all some shit that makes sense oh god even Mickey Mouse said some shit that makes sense you know clubhouse that was pretty cool that so <clears throat> y'all fall for it the nigga ain't saying nothing wrong. It makes sense. But his character is fucking flawed now. None of that shit is valid anymore. Nope. It, it, it means nothing anymore. Nope. You can't even listen to a Derek Jackson video and nope. nigga shut the fuck up. Nope, cause right. I ain't gonna lie. I was looking at my Facebook memories one day and one of his videos popped up in my Facebook memories. And I looked at this shit. I was like, nigga, you know, shut your right. mind. From now, on, from now on, it's going to be this nigga right here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly like from this nigga right here. Exactly. That is exactly what the fuck it's going to be. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to say for y'all because as a man, we fucked. There you I, go. Can't, I would never listen to this man I knew he was fucked up when I first heard about you him. and a lot but of I, other men yeah of course I was like man if you telling all this shit that means you got experience right you snitching on us trying to keep that shit away from you mm-hmm. that's exactly what he was doing mm-hmm. and call him a bitch you know it don't matter if it's tomorrow or nine years from now it's gonna hit you at and some nine, point and nine years later here we are <laughs> what happened that's because <laughs> He was broke and he was dealing with broke hoes. Now he was dealing with some money, some money grabbing bag searchers. Some mm-hmm. bag getters. He got a bag now. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, you ain't want to give me that car I wanted? Gotcha. Expose him. Get some married. <sighs> and about, you know, homeboy, I mean, I can't really, I can't really argue with it because even some points 
you heard him say you like as a woman there's a lot of women that like what he has to say they just don't yeah. like the way he says it yeah and I think that's why I think that's why a lot of women don't like him because of his I guess because of his delivery but again I think that's why a lot of women do like him because of his delivery they like the reading they like yeah. the reading that he's doing they don't yeah. like because if he was reading their ass they wouldn't like it oh no you like, know misery love they like the reading he doing mm-hmm. but we gotta do like the song and say the truth is <laughs> I never got over you. Come on, man. This shit is real. Like I, I wish people I would I wish people would be more honest and more direct like that. More often. Nah, the world is the the world is too sensitive for that now. Exactly. Right. We too sensitive. But yeah. I also oh. wish that people would get help for their own fucking hurt and trauma. Cause that's what it sounds like. I you mean hurt. I know that motherfucker the been, done, right. by, the been fuck? done by somebody. He's been, he been done dirty by somebody because you got to whether it was a man or a woman, and clearly it was a woman. So I mean, he married. Anyway. It looked like according to his is he? Camera, he got a wedding ring on. Child, <laughs> collecting a out. check, collecting a check, collecting a check. I can go I get me a wedding man from the uh, five below. Yeah, they do have them. And I could wear that hoe like I've been married for 30,000 years, knowing damn well I ain't been married. Not 30,000. All I'm saying is one is telling the truth, one and is telling, telling the lie. Yep. Yeah. And that's the end of it for me. We got special guests coming up, and uh, we're going to hear what she got to speak on. Is What's her name again, y'all? Stormy Jones. Stormy oh, Jones. Stormy. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to hear about Stormy Jones. And after her, we're going to end that motherfucking show. You heard me. Because, boy, have we talked about a lot. Yes, a lot. You want that? Keep it locked. Up next, Stormy Jones. That's how it sounds so porno like, but it's a beautiful name. Like, oh, my Lord. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I had to break in. But Stormy Jones, I thank y'all. Bye. <laughs> We have Stormy Jones with us. Yay! Yes, I'm so excited. Hi. So excited. Um, so Stormy is one of my great friends. I love her <laughs> so so much, and I'm so glad to have her on this last day, last night of Women's History Month. Yes. 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 Special shout out to our woman, our queen of the Viber Society crew, Buzz and B. Shout out to her as well. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and get get jumping into it with Miss Stormy. So Stormy, tell us about the name of your business and how you came up with that name, etc. Okay, so um, my brand is basically so stormy. That's the name, so stormy, and I like to call it a brand because um, I've recently started putting a lot of things under this name. So, um, and there's a bit of history, so I'm going to try to give you simplified version, okay. <laughs> but, um, but basically, under the name So Stormy, I have a blog and a online boutique offering women's apparel, handbags, and accessories. Awesome. And then, so with the business so is your is your sole business to do a lot of things just solely for women do you plan on expanding to like women and men and children 
etc your brand Yes. So, and it's interesting because initially, um, my brand was initially under the name So Fabulously Sweet. Um, that was the name of my first blog that I started in 2014. Um, but I recently rebranded in 2019 and I decided to change the name to So Stormy because I felt like that was more befitting because I realized my blog was taking more of a direction of sharing things I was passionate about versus things I was super maybe knowledgeable about. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I felt like making it into so stormy, that allowed me the flexibility for it to change and grow and evolve um, as the times did. And plus, honestly, uh, me me changing the name so stormy is kind of like a big... um, I guess like if you to everyone who used to make fun of my name growing up I used to actually get teased a lot about my name and so for a while growing up it was a name that I didn't necessarily always like if I'm just being totally transparent um and so now evolving the brand I was like okay I want to I want to make this into something that's mine I'm owning it it's all about me and what I love so changing so stormy I definitely hope to inspire women to do the things that they're passionate about, do the things that they love. Now, of course, if I happen to inspire men, then I'm all for that. But initially, my target audience are women, um, young women like myself who find themselves being multi-passionate and have a lot of things that they love and they're trying to find a way to make them all kind of work and make sense. So um, I think ultimately that's the direction I'm going is in the direction of just continuing to inspire like-minded and creative women. But you know, if I have to inspire men in the process, I ain't mad at that. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. So a little bit about uh, Stormy that people probably don't know is like during the pandemic, Stormy would have like these dance party classes via Facebook live um, (laughs) to where people can like donate and dance party classes. Yeah, it'd be her, her and her daughter at times getting it. And so, like, just explain, like, the process that you went through of just saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get on Facebook Live. (laughs) I'm about to give some classes. Like, do you plan on bringing that back? Do you plan on, you know, making that a thing under the So Stormy brand? Um, So... Yes. Okay. So I did do those, I started those classes because, um, for one, it was something I've been wanting to do for a long time in terms, meaning I wanted to teach a dance class and I had actually had one planned. I had booked the studio here in Houston. I had everything locked and then COVID happened and the lockdown happened and the lockdown happened literally like a week before my class was scheduled to happen. So I was just like, damn. I was sorry, sorry, it's okay to cut it's okay to cut. Oh, yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, you know, COVID didn't happen. Like now what am I gonna do? And I was like, okay, I could be miserable and play the victim or I could do something about it. So um, Facebook, doing the Facebook classes initially just turned out, um, initially started out as a need for me to be able to still have my class in the midst of the uncertain times, right? Because at that time we didn't know when things were going to get back to normal or when we were going to be able to safely meet up again. So I was like, well, you know, I'll do it on Facebook right now, you know, and we'll, we'll just see what happens. But I did not anticipate it taking off like it did yeah. um, to the point where I was like, oh, like I felt like it was almost a bit of pressure because... I was like, people are looking forward to these. And I felt like 
God forbid if I would have had an off week or something like, because there were some times where maybe I didn't feel good or something, right? But I was like, okay, people are looking forward to these classes. And part of me felt like I had a duty to bring that light to other people because, I mean, we were all going through it, right? People were losing jobs. People people had family members dying. It was a very dark time. So a part of me did feel the need to be like, okay, this could be, this could be the bright light in somebody's day. You know what I'm saying? This might be the highlight of somebody's day because I know it was that for me. You know, like, I looked forward to it so much, but I also think I put a little bit of pressure on myself Mm -hmm. to to do that consistently because at one point in time I was doing it every week Um, and it kind of became a lot after a while but um, I do hope to bring it back maybe not as frequently as every week just because the reality is that I'm a wife and I'm a mom (laughs) and so um, you know and those needs come first right Um, there were plenty of times where my daughter might be sick or you know, and we were trying to juggle that and trying to set up lights and <laughs> and get ready for class. And it was a lot for me. So um, I definitely want to bring it back, just maybe maybe once a month or something like that. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with that. New wife and mommy. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations yes. again to both of y'all. Yes. Um, all those hats. Yes. All those right. Hats. All those hats. <laughs> like, what was I thinking, girl? Like, yeah. whew, I mean, <laughs> all those hats. <laughs> yes. Like, but I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yes, for sure. So, speaking of Women's History Month, mm-hmm. who is one woman that um, has been an inspiration for you and who Stormy is and all the things that you do now? Oh my goodness. Okay, there's so many that come to mind. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the first woman that comes to mind is my mom. Yes. And um, I say it for a number of reasons. Me and my mom, we've had such an interesting relationship growing up, but and we've gone through a lot of things together as a as a family. Um, and growing up I didn't have my father. My my mom was the only parent I had. So you know, um, it wasn't no like running to dad if I didn't agree with mom. It was like, no, all you got is mom. So like, <laughs> you got to work this out. <laughs> so um, she has definitely inspired me just seeing her being a single mom, raising three women uh, or have raised three women uh, and just always facing adversity in such a graceful, honest way. And it has molded me into the woman that I am today. And I see a lot of myself as a mother um, now to my daughter <laughs> and I, I get it now. You know, there's a lot of things I'm like, oh, I get why my mom was like that or I understand why she did what she did, why she moved the way she moved, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just very interesting to see that <laughs> come full circle. Um, but I'm, I'm more than ever now grateful that I have my mom and just for all the things she taught me. Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> And that's very powerful, like being a black woman, having a strong black mom. We know that's like a a big thing in our community. Um, People always say, you know, if your mama passed away, you didn't have a dad. If you have a dad and your mom passed away, it's like losing a whole vessel because your Mm -hmm. mom is so powerful, you know? Um, Right, right. Excuse me. And so I definitely understand that. So, uh, with the next thing we wanted to discuss, we're going to shift gears a little bit. But before we do that, how can people find you on social media and so stormy? Okay, so I'm a little bit everywhere, honey. So you can find me. Um, I have two Instagram accounts. One is for my um, blog 
and dancing. That's going to be under So Stormy. That's S-O-S-T-O-R-M-I-E. And you can find my boutique, everything with my boutique, um, promos, all that kind of stuff at Shop So Stormy. So um, you can also find me on Facebook at So Stormy and Pinterest at So Stormy. Oh, and I'm now on YouTube. Sorry. I'm on YouTube as well at So Stormy TV. Awesome. Yes. All the platforms. <laughs> Listen, honey. <laughs> you make- oh, and TikTok. So stormy. Forgot that too. There's a million and one out there now. And TikTok. Come on, TikTok. <laughs> yes. Listen. Gotta get my numbers up. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> Come on, numbers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I do. I do. Buzzing B, did you want to? Go on to the next part with Stormy while we have her. Um, oh, child, since you're the other female on the call, Ooh, Lord of Jesus. I mean, so together, I mean, because I'll, I'll be getting ready. To, yeah, I guess we do need to talk about this now, don't we? Okay, so <laughs> child, Derek Jackson, oh, and, and Kevin Sanders, child, 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 child. Okay, so. I didn't find the clip, but there is one thing that he said that that kind of stuck out with me. And since you are a woman with a child, mm. um, he said something along the lines of women with children or like single, like single moms, like with children or something like that. Like they tend to lose their value. So mm. as someone that's a mom, what do you think about that? Like, Oh gosh, how, how much time is that? Okay, no. <laughs> um, honestly, my initial thought is is anger, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because that the first thing that comes to mind to me, honestly, is a double standard. Because you you know this person highlighted women. You didn't say men or people right. who have children. Women. If right. women have children is baggage and that's my first issue if we're going if you're going to have an issue as such you know what I'm saying at least you know don't be sexist about it okay like you know if you can't play one side and, and you know and not and not favor the other like nah fam like that's how you feel they say that for men and women now <laughs> keep that same energy second, okay right exactly thank you that's the phrase keep that same energy um my second issue is that True enough, yes, children um, are one of the most precious things in the world to have. Yes, and they are a huge responsibility. We know that. However, that does not lessen a woman's value. If anything, it adds to her. Because as a mom, there's an undeniable strength that a mom has to endure that you will never understand until you're a mom. Mm-hmm. You just, you'll, you'll never get it. Even if you're a father who has, you know, and you have children, you will never fully understand mm-hmm. because there's such a responsibility that is placed on the woman that the man will never have to inherit. Even if, you know, even if he does all the things that the child is here, right? He's, there's still a lot of that, I don't, for lack of a better term, burden that the man will never have to accept. So of course it's easy for a man to say, oh, if a woman has a child, she's, she's you know, she's just that she's of, she's of lesser value, right? Like, right. She, right. Or to anybody she, for that matter. Yes. And then my third thought is that's, that's very sad because a woman had to bear him into the world. And you would think that there would be more respect for women as a whole because 
we we are the backbones of society. We we give life. We offer life. You would not be here without a woman. Point blank. Period. So I wish that there was just more general respect for a woman. And and honestly, and let's let's start normalizing respecting women beyond what women can bring, what women can offer, right? Because our our value as women is put into how many children we can or can't bear. Um, if we can or can't keep a husband, or if we don't want to have a husband, because let's not say a woman can't keep a husband. She may not want the man, okay? Um, our values are placed <laughs> on things like that. When the reality is we're 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 literally worth all that and more, whether we are wives, whether we are mothers or not. So I think ultimately, and I'm, I'm just going to get too close, but I, I really, <laughs> I just really hate that. And I really wish that men, whoever those certain men are, because I don't want to say all men, but men who think that way will really change the way that they're thinking. And men need to call other men out on it. It starts with men, not us women. They try to make it seem like the these issues need to be resolved by women. Nah, <laughs> it's men creating these narratives. So it needs to be men helping to stop these same narratives. Mm. Mm. My job. Mm. <laughs> Come on, sis. Boom. Okay. Like, uh. Mm. Uh-oh. Let me my mic on this one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Somebody, somebody has joined in. Look, someone has answered the chat. What's happening, peoples? Sorry for my tardiness. You know, I was a little tardy for the party. <laughs> but uh, I heard some of the, some of this good stuff that that was just spoken by the by uh, my darling right here. Now you make some valid points. I have to concur, but I also have to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Because I can hear are, it in your voice. I know you do. Because <laughs> you are a, you are a anomaly. I have to call that you are a married woman, happily married woman with child for the man you married, correct? Yes. That's not that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And so for Derek for not for Derek Jackson, we ain't worrying about him. He's he's retarded. For <laughs> Kevin Samuels, he's speaking more to women that are single. Mm. That are putting their self as a on a higher pedestal or, or a higher standard seeking individuals that aren't seeking them when he spoke on the situation about women having babies and the value situation he was more speaking towards single women and I'm a married man I have a daughter for the woman I married if she was single and with child a single man would be looking for her. And that's just, that right there is typically terrible because one, that's you you probably find a good person out of that out of that individual. But you have a lot of men in this world that are successful that typically don't look for women under the age of 35 and having a kid on the side. That's where the devaluing comes from. Not saying it's right, but that's what he's speaking about. Now, from a from your perspective, taking yourself out of the marriage, let's take yourself out of this happy, beautiful marriage that you have. Uh-huh. 
and this wonderful kid that you have and look at it from that perspective. You still feel the same exact way? Well, I would like to preface with, I did say at the beginning, like, for one, this doesn't apply to all men in every circumstance. And I also did say that I see to a degree why men would feel that way. Because I mean, when I was single, I, I wasn't looking for a man, you know, that had that had a child either, you know? Um, but however, I never went around saying that a man was less than if he had a child. Mm. So um, I think ultimately there's nothing wrong as a man with having that preference. The issue comes in when you begin to devalue because again, yeah, that we don't know the whole preference of every situation. You know, maybe she was with this man, mm-hmm. just saying she in general, the woman who, whoever woman in this case right. that had the child, um, you know, she could have very well thought, okay, this is the person, this is my, this is the one. I love this man enough to, to receive his seed and you know, we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes things just don't work out. Um, sometimes it's from, you know, let's be real, it's, it's from a rape or it's from abuse or it's from other things. And I'm not trying to dive into that subject per se, but I mean, that's the reality too. Um, we'll bring you on so, for another show. We'll make sure you... Right, hear. right. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I said, I wanted to say this, um, that not what I said was not to completely negate the fact that some men, like you said, do feel that way. And, you know, once a woman who you know, has not had children, that's totally understandable. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. The issue comes with devaluing them. Because you, even if you don't agree with that, even if that's your preference, you don't have to talk down or belittle or devalue that person just because you don't agree with how their life is being lived. Mm. Or the choices that they've made, rather. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. So we're going to look at value as a, as a bad word, right? No. Because if I, I say... say because if I say, I'm sorry, if I say, if I put a virgin in a room with a woman that's been deflowered, who you think is going to have the best value? I think that's depending on the person. I think it's subjective to the person. I also agree with that. I also agree with that. Okay. Well, Good that answer. Made me think. Ooh. Good answer. That, that, that was a deep question, though. It was, though. Ass question. <laughs> Good answer. I couldn't even respond to it because the answer is the answer is what I would think as well. It's, it's very subjective. But I know a lot of men that would be like the woman that hasn't been touched has a higher value than the woman that's been deflowered. But that's a whole that's a whole another conversation too. Though. I'm about to say but, because yeah, some of them yeah. might want the one that's actually been deflowered. Well, you know the right. nasty don't want the experience. <laughs> yeah. Not that. That's the, that's the impatient brother. <laughs> right. and, and that's and we're only talking about her being a virgin or deflower. We're not talking yeah. about her personality. We're not talking exactly. about her educational background. No, we, we're not talking we, about her upbringing. Correct. So, we're just looking at value. We're just right. looking at it from a value standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, and most men think with their pants between their legs. So we're yeah. just looking at it from a value standpoint. Because I mean, like, I'm just thinking, like, too, like, around some of the conversations I've sat around with with heterosexual men, because, you know, I ain't one of them. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so what's so interesting is that like, you know, dudes in a sense, quote unquote, want a virgin. 
because they feel they feel this this type of uh like power from being the person to 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 you know unburgeoned version if you will the deflower um which is why it's also i mean a whole nother subject for a whole nother time but also why it's such a a stigma around male versions and it's also a stigma around female versions these days because people you know anyway it's a whole nother conversation uh-huh. yeah yeah like have to, going yeah. back to going back to what you raised stormy like for me especially because i'm a male feminist so i always like put females at the top for a lot of reasons uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One thing that stood out to me that you said was around like if we're gonna talk about if if we're gonna people are gonna think about value within a person, right? You gotta look mm-hmm. at the whole person, right? Right. So going back to that scenario, if there's a virgin in the room and a, and a person that has had sex already, let, let's say a person that has had sex and has a child, right? Mm-hmm. Never been married, but this person got a whole law degree, making six right. figures. In a big ass house in Lake Olympia and Sugarland. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got all that with her and her child only. But again, like you said, Jay Delachey, people think with their pants. Right. Not with their head a lot of times, which is sad case scenario, but it's true. Because uh-huh. you know what they're going to say about all her success? That's what she was supposed to do. Exactly. That's going to be the argument. They, they're not going to see how much work she had to put in right. to have that kid next to her and still deal with that struggle and, and still mm-hmm. overpowered, overcame all those situations. Yeah. That's not going to matter to them because they're supposed to do that. Yep. Well, then that's obviously not the person for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> More other story, right? More other story. story. <laughs> that, that ain't, ain't her person. God was like, "That ain't the one, sweetie." Exactly. <laughs> let me put this. Let me put this ring around you real quick. Rick, <laughs> block it. Just keep on moving. That's all. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Jesus. But thank you again for joining in with us, Stormy. Again. Yes. Yes. So stormy, yes. shop so stormy, so stormy TV, all yes. the things. All Find the her things. on social media. She's great. She's awesome. Again, Aww. she's a mother. She's a wife. She's a powerful <laughs> black woman. She's a choreographer. She's a dancer. She all awesome. these hats. Jesus, these hats. All the hats. All the happy, you. y'all. That's the, that's the best part. She happy. Happy. Yay, happy. <laughs> Say it again. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yay. And I'm speaking nothing but blessings. It's continued success over this podcast for you guys. This is an awesome platform you guys have. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Yep. We're thank getting ready to follow you right now. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Thanks. You guys take care. You too. You too. Bye. Bye bye. She is awesome. Yes. Yes, she yes, is. yes, yes. And that was the lovely Stormy Jones, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure y'all follow her on her Instagram, her yes. Snapchat, her TikTok, her Facebook. Sister I think girl is her, on her YouTube. She got yo, everything. she got hats. She is on everything. everything. She got hats. Like I said earlier in the show, I am not doing enough with my life, Jesus. Yeah. I have to do more. Because these people out here being successful, they got. I need to get back juice. to blogging most consistently. Like, God damn, shit. Girl, I'm, I'm trying to get some of the successful juice. Sell that. Like, sheesh. 
But anyway, we're going to end this show with a positive, though, because it's been mm. a crazy one. Again, mm. yes. But we're going to let the buzz and bizzle. Oh, yeah. See, I got, a, I got a real positive note. So tonight's positive notes, folks. First of all, just just don't listen to lioness niggas. Just don't do it. <laughs> that sounds pretty positive just, to me. Just don't do it. Don't listen to lioness niggas and... Hey, sometimes, sometimes life just gives it to you raw. Hey, <laughs> that's it. No rubber, no lube. No rubber, no lube, no <laughs> nothing. Life just gives it to you raw. Sometimes you just gotta take it. <laughs> gotta take it, man. Well, and that was it, guys. That's it. It's another one for the books. Yes, it has been a show, okay? Ciao, y'all. We'll see y'all next time on the next episode of Vibe Society Crew. Bye! Subscribe. Peace out.